Hey y'all, welcome to Facts Over Emotions, the podcast. I am your host, Janae Jakari, and Facts Over Emotions is simply a safe space for me to speak my truth and be authentically me, but not only that, just have other people, my peers around me speak their truth. I believe that the world doesn't have the safest space for black people, young black people at that. And I think we're just trying to find our way in life, especially with me being in my early 20s. I'm understanding that 20, your 20s are shitty. <laughs> to put it into um, very much realistic terms, your 20s are shitty and because you're learning who you are. And I think that is the hardest thing honestly and truthfully for me uh, I believe is just learning who you are because you think you know who you are and then you turn out to be this other person but then you're evolving life just keeps evolving so you're evolving so you're not the same person you were when you were 21 and you're 26 now and I'm understanding that conversations need to be had surfaces need to be scratched underneath Um, in order for us to survive so I created a safe space for not only me but my peers where we can speak freely Um, this is a judge-free zone and just have conversations you know I think that conversation can really it can bring people together and it can also change the trajectory of where we are currently in society so Welcome to my safe space that I will allow to be your safe space. This is Facts or Emotions, the podcast. So hopping right into the episode, I want to start by talking about self-love. I think it's highly discussed in the Black women community. I think that we are all trying to find our own versions of self-love. And I think that it is such an important topic that not only women talk about but males for me i believe that self-love starts with the mind it's something that is so important because you have to honestly train your mind to believe that you are deserving of the best life because your heart will always beat to the sound of sympathy when love is involved oh that was a word (laughs) but i also believe that self-love it's not a destination. And as much as we want it to be a destination, you know, we feel like we work on ourselves for six months, um, then we're healed and we're perfectly fine. The hardcore truth about it all is self-love is an everyday fight because sometimes we don't feel like we're worthy enough um, for the day that comes before us. So we just kind of lack that. That's why I'm saying we have to train our minds to believe that we are worthy of a better life and that we're worthy just in general of of love, of happiness, of success, of abundance, of prosperity. Like we're we have to really train our minds to believe that, that we're worthy of a lot of things because sometimes the reality of it is we don't believe it. I know for me personally, I am currently in my self-love journey. Um I say I'm currently in it because I just started it um and it's so hard for me (laughs) because one day I feel like I'm pretty one day I feel like I'm ugly one day I feel like I'm worthy one day I feel like I'm not and as much as people want to sit here be like Janae I like you're worthy you know I have to believe it as much as you do 
I have to look myself in the mirror. It's not your job. Like, as much as the people who care about you want to help you and boost you up and lift you up, they only can lead the horse to the water. You have to be able to drink that. You have to believe everything that they're telling them. And that's what I'm saying. It's so important that we train our minds to believe that. It's not... But it's not as easy as I'm making it seem because I'm telling you, it's a battle. (laughs) It's such a battle. But that's why I'm saying that these early 20s, it's like, it's like kill or be killed. I don't know how to, that is like my best analogy of what like your 20s seem like because we're just like, everyone is just fighting for themselves for a better version of themselves and like we're fighting for a better version of ourselves and we're trying to get to that better version of ourselves but somehow we we don't know how to do it but it's that self-love that we have and that we're working on that continues that kind of pushes us to keep the fight going to keep to keep us you know afloat and above water because we all believe that we're deserving of something better than what we are right now I know damn I know damn well I'm deserving of a good life you know it took me a long time to get to that point where I believed that I was I deserved a good life or that I was even going to receive a good life because of the cards I was dealt when I was a teenager but I think it's that fear of not being dealt a good life and not being dealt the cards I wanted to receive that kept me in such a funk for such a long period of time and that funk came with anxiety and depression it's just so much like mental trauma that I never really knew how to deal with it and that's why I'm saying I didn't have self-love for a long period of time I didn't believe that I was worthy of happiness I didn't believe I was worthy of love I just because I just dealt with so much from life to like relationship, you know, and boys and stuff like that, that I just was like, fuck, you know, am I ever going to be, you know, happy? But since I brought up boys and we're on the topic of self-love, I want to talk about how women, we have this Captain save whole trait in us and I'm saying I'm categorizing all women because I, <laughs> I've seen it in a lot of women. But I think that women have such, like this Captain Save a Hole trait about us. And I think it comes from us having this motherly instinct. And the Captain Save a Hole trait that I'm talking about is seeing potential in guys who really don't have no potential. Because the gag is the potential that you're probably seeing is the potential you can bring to their life. And where did that stem from? That motherly instinct. But I also think it stems from the fairy tale that we've longed for. Um, we, you know, we've seen the love stories. My favorite black love story is Love Jones. And, you know, I can argue people down about how I think that is like one of the best love stories. But people can also argue me down about how that movie ain't nothing but sex. And you're right. It's been sex. But I think it's a beautiful love story. That's just me. My mom always say, opinions are like assholes everyone has them so that is my opinion i will argue down about how i believe that love jones is one of the best if not the best black love stories um i can also argue down how to all the boys i've loved before is such a beautiful love story it's one of my favorite netflix rom-coms but we see these fairy tale movies and love stories um and we long for the fairy tale, you know. We we long for 
I, we long for Dwayne and Whitley. We long, we longed for the black college love story. And the reality of it is some of us didn't get it. Some of us didn't get that HBCU love story. I know damn well I ain't get it. And I'm okay with it. You know, that's just something you just got to chuck up the guy. Be like, okay, it didn't happen. It wasn't meant to happen. And that's just that. But when you've longed for the fairy tale so long, eventually you start to make up your own. And when we're in these um, relationships or situationships, because, you know, nowadays we don't, <laughs> men don't give us relationships. They give us situationships. They give us everything. They give us the entire relationship without the title. And if you ask me, it's only because they don't want to be tied down. And I can respect that, but you also need to respect me enough to just, let's not, you want the girl, you want the entire girlfriend package without the title of me being your girlfriend. That's not how this works, okay? You're not going to get that. But because we see so much quote-unquote potential in this guy, we're going to let it happen anyways. And that's how we can honestly start to like you know go back on our self-love because if you love yourself enough you want to put yourself through that you know exactly what you want okay to be honest I'm still learning what I want in a man I never this sounds so weird but I've met some women like this too so I don't feel as crazy but I've never really thought about what I want in a man I kind of just went with the flow but now that I'm getting, you know, I'm 23 now and I, you know, I want kids and I want the husband. I want the fairy tale love story. I do. And I also think that I'm very deserving of it. The love that I have in my heart for my, my loved ones, my family, my friends, it's very, it's, 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 it's unexplainable. It's unconditional. Let me put it like that. It's unconditional. I'm a giver. I love, I love my people, you know. So I understand that the love I give people, that shit's one of a kind. I'm going to say it like that. You know, it's not that shit's one of a kind. The loyalty I have is one of a kind. So I know and I'm learning that I'm the, for a long time, I didn't believe I was worthy of love because the people who I let into my life kept believing. So I felt like it was something wrong with me. But the, re, the reality of it is I had to unlearn what rejection really meant. Being rejected by someone speaks less about you and more about that other person. Let me repeat that. <laughs> I had to unlearn what rejection really meant. Being rejected by someone speaks less about you and more about that other person. When those boys used to leave, when I'm but men used to leave my life, it had less to do with me and what I gave and more to do about what they didn't bring to the table. You know? So that is such an important thing to understand when also training your mind. Because your mind and heart will always be at odds because mentally, you know you're worthy of more, but emotionally, you're giving into that idea of needing them in your life. And I say that in the terms or in the sense of when things end or if things end. I think the reason it's so hard for females to get over men is because we're still holding on to what we want to see instead of seeing what it is that's right in front of our eyes. I always tell my friends, if you listen to a man closely, they're going to tell you exactly who they are. Men show their true colors. We just don't listen. <laughs> we just don't listen. i seen this post that said, when you realize he's ordinary, you'll realize it was you who made them out to be bigger than who they are. Did you hear what I just said? <laughs> when I read that post, do you know how many niggas? I'm sorry, not niggas. That's such a bad word. 
<laughs> do you know how many men I thought about that I made to be bigger than who they really are? <laughs> it is, it, it's mind boggling how us women have such a, 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 a mother instinct to want to, to want to just kind of fix these men when it's not our job. We have, we see so much potential in these men and you know, the need to make men more than what they really are stems from the potential your mind wants them to have. You're holding on to the fairy tale you created and why you may ask it's because you long for it. You, you know, deep down inside, you know, you're worthy of that fairy tale love story. And you kind of just, you don't want to really want to wait for it because you don't know how long it's going to take for you to get there. So you, you kind of just taking what you can get in a sense, you know, when that's not what God wanted for us. So like I said, the reality of it is he's already shown you who he really is. You just weren't paying attention. But I also think if he wanted to, he would. I think, you know, women say that if he wanted to, he would. I think that is such a like true statement. That is such a fact. If they wanted to treat you better, they would. I think this goes for both platonic and relation and romantic um stop trying to make people who are not good enough for you good enough and that's where facts over emotion comes into play the hardcore truth is he may not be the one for you this fantasy may not be your happily ever after but that doesn't mean you won't ever get one it's the emotions that has you that has you holding on to something that no longer serves you um because of what you tell yourself and I think that if I'm, I always say this, men are a lot of things in life. There are a lot of things. Trust me, I have all brothers. So I know exactly what they are and what they can't be. But one thing that they aren't is blinded by the fantasy of their imagination. That's why it is so easy for them to leave when a girl cheats because they know that they don't deserve it. And they know that it's probably 10 other women that want them I always say men know their worth for some odd reason men know their worth but women we're still on a we're still on the brink of trying to find it and that is okay but we're evolving women mature mentally faster whereas men know their worth off rip you know it's kind of I don't know how to put it I think it's funny honestly and truthfully but I always tell my friends that I feel like I say I'm gonna start moving how men move if you ever notice, men do not stay with a woman after that woman cheats on them. What, for whatever reason. You know, they're heartbroken and whatever the case may be. But y'all think that women are supposed to give y'all chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. You can sit up here, you can tell me that it didn't mean nothing to this, that, and the third. And y'all say that y'all don't stay with women after they cheat because women cheat emotionally. That's not always the case. But y'all have y'all reason to why I don't stay after a woman cheats. I have my reason. Because you wouldn't stay with me. So I'm going to move exactly how you move. I'm I'm not moving off the potential I see in you anymore. I'm going to move off what's in front of me. That's where that's where that life-changing revolution is going to come in at. When you stop moving on what you think, when you stop moving on what you think is in front of you and move on what's actually in front of you, 
you'll you'll live a, a smoother life. I actually got the idea to title my podcast Facts Over Emotions by one of my favorite celebrities. Her name is Adrian Baylong. Y'all may know her. I'm sorry. Her name is actually Adrian Houghton now. She married that gospel singer by the name of Israel Houghton. Y'all may know her from Cheetah Girl. She played Chuchi. She was on The Real. She's that girl, if you ask me. I, I live vicariously through her. Um, but I got the title Facts Over Emotions because she has a YouTube channel. And she did a show, um, an episode with her stepdaughter, Mariah, what she learned in her 20s, what she wish she would have known. And the most important thing she said she wish she would have known in her 20s is to separate the facts over the emotions. Because, <clears throat> like I said, your emotions, they're always heightened. So, when emotions come into play, that's where sympathy comes along. And you, you're kind of blinded by your emotions that you never really let the facts in. She just gave that perfect example like I gave before. The fact of the matter is, she loved this guy. And... You know, that was her emotion. She loved him so much. But the fact of the matter is, he was not good for her. But because she let her emotions override her, the facts, she stayed longer than she should stay. So it's so important that <clears throat> I learned, I took that with me, that in my 20s and just in life and period, I have to separate the facts from the emotions. Because if I continue to let my heart override my mind, I'm going to lose every time. You know, it's about, so when I decided that I was going to stop letting my emotions override the facts I decided that I had to unlearn a lot of things I had to unlearn rejection I had to relearn self-love because I lost it along the way but it was so important that I find that self-love for myself so to anyone out there that um is on the self-love journey and you're trying to figure out if it's worth it if you should keep going yes <laughs> we're in this together it gets better. I have to keep telling myself that because I have to give myself something to believe in. You know, I seen, it's this movie um, called If Bill Street Could Talk. And it's this particular quote they say in the movie that says, love is what brought you here. And if you trust it this far, don't panic. Trust it all the way. As much as we believe that we don't have any self-love, I think that it's the love that we have for ourselves. That pushes us to want better for ourselves. I know that it is so important for me. Um, I'm on this self-love journey, not for myself, but for my future self. Um, The future self I see with kids. My therapist, she worked heavily with me on my self-love journey. She always told me that every day you wake up, you know, my anxiety stems from the future and and not really having it all together but she said instead of trying to just get to your future self you know work every day up to her so that means what do you see your future self doing you see yourself waking up in the morning making your bed okay Janae so start now start waking up in the morning start making your bed you see your future self waking up every morning and journaling okay so start now wake up every morning you journal you talk you talk to God you see your future self being uh you know a woman full and heavy in her faith start now work towards your future self don't be fearful of her I had to believe in love because that's what brought me this far it whether it was the love that I have myself that I didn't know that pushed me to believe I was worthy or whether it was the love that my friends gave me or my mom gave me somebody out there loves you enough to pour into you 
whether it's the love that my therapist gave me. Because I think my therapist gave me a lot of love. <laughs> she, may, she may not ever realize it, but somebody loves you enough to pour into you. So, self-love also think starts with accepting the love that other people give you. No, it may not be the love that you imagine. No, it may not be the way you imagine. But when it comes to love, the possibilities of visuals are endless. So to wrap up this self-love episode that kind of just kind of went off track and we talked about a lot of things, but I do think a lot of this stuff pertains to self-love. So on those days where it's a battle to believe that you're worthy and you need to find a way back to that path of light, just believe in that ounce of realism that your self-love journey has brought you. And on that note... I will leave you with that. I hope to see you guys next time. Thank you for listening.